0: And now, Roma Wines, R-O-M-A, made in California for enjoyment throughout the world, Roma Wines presents... Suspense.
1: Mary, turn that vacuum off. Turn it off for a minute. Come yes, over. Sir. Come over here for a minute. I want you to look at something. Yes, sir. Right here, right out this window. Look across the street, directly across. You see that apartment over there? There's a window, about three windows in from the left with kind of blue drapery. See it?
2: Uh, Yes, sir.
1: There's somebody sitting in that chair. He hadn't moved all night. I think he's dead.
2: Dead, Lord a mercy, Mr. Ames.
1: Well, take take a look at him. Tell me what you think.
2: All right, Mr. Ames, but I don't favor looking at a corpse. It's unlucky, you know. Now, which window did you say? Third one over. Oh, I wish I had me good glasses with me. Uh,
1: there, right, right there, right where my look, where my finger's pointing.
2: Oh, 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 I am afraid I don't see it yet, Mr. Ames.
1: Look, it's the window with the blue draperies. He's wearing a like a gray suit. His arm, you can see his arm kinda of hanging over the side of the chair.
2: No, sir, I don't see it, but, but you've got good eyes, Mr. Ames, and, and I'm not going to argue with you. So, now what are you going to do about yeah. it? I
1: don't know. I uh, really only began to notice it last night. I guess I've gotta make sure the guy's really dead first.
2: You know, that's right, Mr. Ames. You don't want to get yourself into any trouble. Or maybe he's only sleeping. Or, or maybe he's incapacitated. Or maybe he's just freaking invalid, eh?
1: Well, I guess. I don't know. How you doing? Oh, uh, hello, I'm Martin Ames. Are you you the superintendent of this apartment? That's what it says on the door. Well, I've come to to inquire about one of your tenants. Yeah? What is it? What do you want to know? Well, I live across the street. Well, I'll just be frank with you. I've been looking out my window across to this building for about two and a half days now. And there seems to be somebody dead in one of your windows. Which window? Well, it's the 10th floor. Now I've counted from the street. It's 10 stories up. And there's a window with blue draperies. About three windows in from the left. Now that that's facing me, that is. And then there's a man sitting there slumped down in a chair.
0: Uh, just a minute. I'll get out my chart. 10th floor up from the street, huh? Mm-hmm. But it, that's really the ninth floor. The lobby counts as one. We got two apartments on the front of the house. It it is in front, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, now three windows in from the left. That'll be 9B. A four room. Nah, nah, that couldn't be right. 9B is two ladies. Do you say this is a man?
1: Well, I think so. The the face is not really that visible. The head's slumped forward though. He's wearing a gray suit. He's sitting in a, a high wing back chair. Nah, I don't place him. Yeah, maybe he doesn't belong in that house. Maybe he was visiting somebody. Like I said, this is all conjecture, of course. He may not be dead, but I've watched him for a good deal, and I'm home a lot in the daytime. You see, I, I'm an actor, a profession on stage, and it doesn't take up too much of my time. Looks pretty suspicious over there, though. Okay, I'll, I'll go check on it. You care if I stick around? Oh, no, no,
0: no, sit down. I'll give 9B a ring foist on our house phone.
3: Hello?
0: Oh, uh, Miss Landis?
3: Yes? This is Miss Landis. Who is this?
0: This is Mr. Henson, the super. Uh, is everything all right up there, Miss Landis?
3: Everything all right? Why, yes. Yes, of course.
0: Okay, Miss Landis. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, that's that. No soap in 9B. And 9As out in the country, anyway. If I got the window straight, you you said it ought to be nine B. The single ladies. Yeah, only it couldn't be them. They're they're real old maids. Since they've been living in a house for years, you know, real old fashioned type, you know. Hmm. That say if they thought you thought there was a man in their apartment (laughs) two of them might jump right out of their skins.
1: I don't know what to say. Are you sure that's the right apartment? Well, yeah, yeah.
0: uh, That's the place, all right. You you probably just made a little mistake. You know how your eyes can play tricks on you from Mm -hmm. time to time. After all, it's a pretty wide street from Mm -hmm.
1: over there. No, I I don't think I've made a mistake here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is Hanson speaking. Hello, Mr. Hanson. This is Mr. Ames. Again? It's not there. But Mr. Hanson... I checked on the two apartments this morning. 9A is back from the country. Everybody's okay. 9B's out walking the dog. No dead bodies in the whole place. But I can still see it. It's still
1: there. Okay. Where? Will you just tell me where? In the same window. The one you said was 9B. Have you gone inside of 9B? Inside? No, but I asked them if anybody was sick or dead and they said no. You asked them, why didn't you just search their apartment? You mean break in while they're out? No, search it while they're in there. Ring the bell, walk in and look.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not without a search warrant from the police. These apartments don't belong to me. I just take care of the building for the company. Well, then let's call the police. No, not me either. Uh Uh-uh.
1: I I didn't see no dead body up there. Well, then I will. After all, somebody has got to do something.
0: I still maintain, officer, these two sisters are refined ladies you can find anywhere. High-class, church-going ladies. They used to teach school up here at P.S.
1: 33.
4: Man, well, I don't mean a thing.
1: Well, as it happens, there's a play on Broadway right now in which two little old ladies commit murder after murder. Oh. What do they got? <laughs>
0: they got a dog in there, too. Now, you tell me one dog that's gonna stay around for almost a week with a dead
4: poison. I'm not telling you anything. All I know is this gentleman, Mr. Ames here, reported a stiff over here. And if he says there is one, there is. Until it's proved different. Right, Mr. Ames? Well, I keep seeing the same thing day in and day out. I'm not
1: working at the moment, so being home so much, but I... none of the other neighbors have
0: complained. Their bodies ain't exactly something you see every day. <laughs> Oh, right this way, please. I hope they're home. If they ain't home, you got a pass key, haven't you? Well, yeah, but we're not supposed to use that unless it's an emergency. Yeah, this is an emergency. (coughs) Uh, uh, The dog bite? Sometimes.
3: Get down, Buster! Get down now. Who is it?
0: We're awfully sorry, Miss Landis, but there's been some kind of mix-up. These two gentlemen want to look in your apartment.
3: But why? It's not for rent.
0: Oh, oh, I know, I
4: know. It's just that they, they, uh... They want to search around and and check Ah, come on, come on. Get out the palaver. Hey, look, lady. A dead body's been reported sitting in one of your windows. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) This guy lives across the street, and he's been seeing it for over a week. Now come on, open up.
3: A dead body? But that's impossible. My sister and I live here all alone.
4: Yeah, 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 we know all about it.
3: Excuse me a minute, or I'll call my sister. Oh. Vivian, Vivian. Ah, oh,
4: come on.
3: It's the police.
4: Hey, lady, come on. I'm not standing out here all day. Come on, give me the pass key. You won't do no good. They got a chain on the door from the inside. Open up in the name of the law!
5: How do you do? I am Vivian Landis. May I ask you what this is all about?
4: Certainly, lady. I got a search warrant made out by this gentleman. He said to search your place. He said you got a dead body in there.
5: A dead body? Why, that's perfectly ridiculous.
4: Yeah, it is. But it's been reported. Now, kindly, take the door off the chain and let us through.
5: Of course. First, may I ask, how did this peeping Tom see into our home? I thought, Mr. Hansen, we were quite private.
4: Well, you see, I... He lives across the street on the same level. I just happened to be.
5: Oh, well. Then we should have to keep our shades down in the future. Although one would think a grown man would have something better to do. (laughs) Do come right in, gentlemen. Make yourselves right at home.
4: Yeah, thanks.
5: Is he coming in here too, Mr. Busybody?
4: (laughs) No, he doesn't have to if you don't want him.
5: Well, I most definitely don't.
4: Okay, Mr. Ames. You better stay outside. it, officer, I was thinking
5: I. He does want to poke around in our private rooms, is that it? Then he has some ulterior motive in worming his way in. Maybe he's come to get the lay of the land so he can break in someday and rob us.
4: Okay, okay, he's not coming in. Now let's take a look at your window. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, Mr. Ames. Now, what's the big deal? You, uh, didn't find it? Uh, No. Well, that's strange. Yeah, the only thing stranger about it is your eyesight. You ought to get your glasses changed.
1: Huh. There wasn't anything in 9B. No. I don't understand it. How could I have seen it so distinctively? It's not there. Perhaps it's not in the window now. Perhaps they
4: hid it while we were waiting outside the door. Hid it? Now where do you hide a dead body in a four-room flat? (laughs) I looked in all the clothes closets and under the sofas and the chairs.
1: Maybe they got it into a window seat. (gasps) A window seat? A
4: window seat.
2: A window seat.
4: (laughs) Or maybe a service elevator. Ah. Single-handed, with all the garbage cans and laundry going up and down. Well, perhaps they had help. Accomplices.
1: Oh, you probably think, well, it's so terrible just to keep seeing it and seeing it over and over and feeling like it's slowly decaying there in secret. that thing could be there for weeks. I mean, it's so
4: high above the streets, perhaps it'll never be found. Perhaps it's already being destroyed. Well then, if it's gone, what do you got to worry about? <laughs> you don't have to sit and look at it no more.
1: Yeah, I hope it is. I tell you, it's really getting me down. I haven't slept for nights keeping vigil. I'm in a nervous state. I, I haven't been this nervous
4: in years. Yeah, I can see that. Now look, why don't you try forgetting about it for a while? Try not to look over into that window or go away for a change. You've done what you could, Mr. Ames. If there really is a stiff over there, then it's my business, ain't it? And if there isn't- You mean, you think about me? I, I'm not saying nothing, Mr. Ames, but if I was you, I'd try catching up on my night's sleep.
3: No.
1: Miss Landis, I'm sorry to disturb you at this time of night. I'm really so desperate. I, I just don't have anywhere else to turn.
3: What? Who is this?
1: Well, this is Mr. Ames, Martin Ames, your neighbor, the one across the street. I, I was in your apartment yesterday morning with the police. Well, I was really outside your apartment, but your sister wouldn't let me in. Now, now, please don't think me a pest, Miss Landis. I don't mean to annoy you. It was, it was only because I was... Well, I was just so desperate that I initiated that search.
3: It's quite all right.
1: Goodbye! No, 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 please! Please don't hang up. Please. It's worse now than it ever was, Miss Landis. I've been sitting here opposite your apartment, staring into your window, and... I'm just asking you to help me a little. Just a little bit, please. Help you? It's still there, Miss Landis.
3: What is still here.
1: The dead body in your in your window.
3: Oh, my! There isn't... How dare you! When the police oh, arrive... I know,
1: I know, I know. I know it doesn't have anything to do with you. But could you just do me one favor, Miss Landis? Would you just go into your living room and check one more time? I am, That's what I'm trying to find out. I mean, maybe your sister Vivian would help.
3: You. Uh, he's not in the house. Oh, and anyway, I don't see how you can see him. I pulled the shades down in there yesterday morning.
1: I know. They're all still down. Then
3: how can you see? Well, I
1: can't. At least not the actual body. It's, it's just like a silhouette. Now, I'm not belying you or your sister, Miss Landis, but if there's somebody dead in there, it's it's not you who is doing it, but think of me. What? I mean, if you could just be here and, and look over there oh. and see the shadow, the oh. quiet fingers, and that shoulder, and that head.
3: Oh, please! Stop it! Stop it! It's not here! It isn't! Now,
1: j- just tell me, one thing, Miss Landis. There is a chair by that window, right?
3: Yes, there's a chair.
1: Okay, it's it's a high wingback chair.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Do you have anything on it? You know, anything piled up? Maybe like curtains or cushions or a dressmaker's dummy or something like that.
3: Of course not.
1: Do you have a plant in front of it? Maybe a, a, an odd table. Anything. Anything that would cast the shadow of a man's head slumped forward or, or his arm hanging limp.
3: Oh No. There's nothing. Nothing but the chair.
1: Well, then, could you just do me one more favor, Miss Lance? Please. Just, just as an experiment. Would you just go in the living room and move that chair from the window, please? I,
3: if I do it... Would you stop pestering us? Yes. Would you leave us alone forever?
1: Yes, if if it works.
3: If it works, what do you mean?
1: Do you mean? I can't tell you, Miss Lannis. Not until you move the chair.
3: Oh, all right. All right. Hello? Yes? I moved it away from the window. It's at the other end of the room and it's empty.
1: Oh, I see. Well, thanks very much, Miss Landis. I, uh, I know now what I have to do. (laughs) You mean? Yes, Miss Landis. It's (sighs) still there. Uh, oh, Miss Landis.
5: Where is it? I want to see it at once.
1: Well, yes, Miss. Uh, come in. I, I hope you'll excuse my appearance. I've just had another sleepless night.
5: So has my sister, and so have I. What do you mean by all this business, Mr. Ames? You have frightened my sister half to death.
1: Well, I uh, just... Seeing
5: things that aren't there when you know they are not...
1: I know they're not, I know, I really do and I wish they weren't. I wish to heaven that I'd never looked out that window. I wish those walls were solid stone and you're a wall, so I just... You
5: are a sick man, Mr. Ames.
1: (laughs) Well, am I? You know, I really do wish that I were, but I'm perfectly sane and well. In fact, I went to a psychiatrist yesterday, guess what he told me, there's nothing wrong with me, nothing.
5: No, I can't believe that.
1: Well, I suppose it's a form of madness to persist and persist in this hideous image. But not me, Miss Landis. No, I have finally come up with an entirely different conclusion.
5: And what is that?
1: The supernatural.
5: The supernatural? A ghost? What nonsense, Mr. Ames.
1: Well, I suppose it is nonsense to you. Yes. Listen, you've been a schoolteacher, right? Yes. You believe in logic, common sense, the things that give up the pretense of solidity in this frail life of ours. But I have eyes. I have always had a feeling for the hidden beyond, the intangible, the shadowy. We are children, Miss Landis, children playing along the edge of the ocean. We laugh and we toy with the waves and mock fright. But sometimes, Sometimes one of us slips down into the darkness and sometimes the depths rise and we glimpse the yearning things of the eternal.
5: You, you put things rather oddly, Mr. Ames. Just exactly what do you mean?
1: Well, simply this. I checked on that building with the real estate agents last noon after I left my psychiatrist and there was a murder.
5: In- in our apartment?
1: Well, the report doesn't say. You know how they try to keep those things hushed up. But it was a man. A young man. A lover of one of the tenants of Miss Sweetser.
5: Sweetser? Why, hmm? why, why, that's the name of the people who lived there before us.
1: Oh.
5: Uh, they, they were an elderly couple, Mr. and Mrs. Sweetser. I, I, I never saw any Miss Sweetser.
1: No, she died. She was the daughter. She killed herself after she killed him by jumping out of one of those windows.
5: How perfectly awful.
1: (laughs) Rather ghastly coincidence, isn't it?
5: Was it it out our
1: window? No. She must have been a very neurotic person through this, Miss Sweetser. Half crazed, almost with love and jealousy. Now, I checked the tales in the old newspaper. She cut his throat. Nearly decapitated him. Oh, mercy. Said when they lifted his body out of the chair later, his head almost rolled.
5: <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Ames. I'd rather not hear. I, I, I still can't believe that if there is something, if there could possibly be something, well, why, why haven't we seen it too? Why, why should you... Why,
1: you haven't seen it, Miss Landis? No. Are you sure? Never? Perhaps in the middle of the night, getting up and passing that room, seeing the chair outlined in the window. Maybe just in passing, perhaps. You never had a glimpse.
5: No. I, I I really must be going. Oh no, no, no,
1: no. Please stay and look at it. I I, I want you to see it right out my window.
5: No, no, my my sister my sister Elaine, she's very nervous. Uh Mr. Ames, I, I can't leave her so
1: long well, alone. Well then how will I know? How, Miss Landis? I mean I thought you came here especially listen it'll only take a minute just just one minute just oh. hang on. now wait a minute it's right here in the bedroom don't go Miss Landis don't go. Miss Landis Hello. Oh, hello, Sergeant. This is Ames. Martin Ames. I just called to let you know that I think you're right about that good night's sleep. Oh, yes, I'm going away tomorrow for a long rest. Shutting up my apartment. Oh, I'm all tied up in knots. I really don't know what to think. Oh, they did? Well, I saw a moving van in front of the house, but I didn't know it was those two sisters. (laughs) Couldn't take it, huh? Well, I can't take it much longer myself.
6: Oh, Martin, bravo, bravissimo, <laughs> shh, old boy. Shh, not not so loud. Oh, ew, why all the mystery? Oh, the
1: superintendent here, he doesn't like me very much. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, you think he wouldn't like you, grabbing this beautiful apartment right from under his nose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably had it promised to a friend. Nah, but you've got it now, Ronald, just <laughs> as I said. <laughs> yes, yes, so I have, old boy, yeah. so I have. And it's beautiful. And you know I'm crazy about it. Uh, Marty, you've outdone yourself. You've been more than generous. Oh, don't think anything of it, Ronald. I'm glad to do it for such a distinguished colleague. It certainly was nice of you. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could do something in return. I really do. Oh, perhaps that play I'm doing next week. You know there's a part in it. A rather small part. But very necessary. Well... Thanks just the same. I'm doing pretty well just now, Ronald. I I don't know how you found it, Martin. I mean, in this house, sure did you. Uh, You know, even the superintendent didn't notice the rent. And when your call came to my manager, I I left rehearsal immediately. I just wouldn't trust it to anyone but myself. (laughs) I, I left the whole cast standing there when I came over here. And when I asked this, the gloomy character Hanson, he just said nothing about it. I insisted, of course, and I told him who I was, and, well, finally he pulled. Sure enough, these two sisters who lived there just decided to move out.
1: Well, I hope you didn't mention
6: my name. I mean, you know, if Hanson knew that i
1: tipped you off... No,
6: no, it. you asked me not to. And anyway, I, I think my own name was enough. Seriously, Marjorie... Now, how did you know? Uh, were they friends of yours? No. Well, yeah, it's really a
1: long story. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what. Come on, let's let uh, sit down. Shall oh. we oh, really? Yeah, in the living room. Yes.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, oh, no,
1: no, no. You you take the chair. Yes,
6: thank
1: Yes, they you. must have left that when they moved out.
6: Uh, thank you, thank you.
1: It'll be Frank Ronald. I got this apartment by ruse. Ruse? What kind of ruse? A pretty nasty one, actually. I I frightened the last tenants away. I told him I saw a dead man sitting
6: in the window. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. not really. How clever of you! Uh, well, of course there wasn't one. Well, you see, I,
1: I live right across the street. Yeah. Directly across that apartment yeah. there with the oh. French curtains. Yeah. Well, one night I was sitting there late and got the most amusing thought. I. It's kind of a shadow in that chair, the one you're sitting in right now, it reminded me a little bit of a corpse. And it came to me that it may be fun to create a great Paul, a character, a, a corpse that wasn't there. No, I, I, uh, I don't follow. Well, some actors need a play, Ronald, to create a character. Others, the great ones, they work out their own dramas. So. I proceeded to invent a part for myself.
3: Hmm.
1: I was the eyewitness. The innocent bystander across the street who saw the corpse there in the chair. Hmm. And I kept seeing it and seeing it. Finally, by the power of suggestion, it became real enough to frighten them away.
6: Hmm. Very clever. Uh, Wasn't it rather drastic?
1: Well, I always hoped we would be neighbors, Ronald.
6: As a matter of fact, this whole
1: idea for this thing came to me on that day in October. When you turned me down for that part in that play, you know, we were right outside of Sardi's, you remember? You, you, you said then you were looking for a place. I thought it would be so nice just to see you sitting across the street. Sitting in this window. Oh, I just simply had to bring it about. <laughs> well, uh, Oh, no, no, I... no, 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 Ronald. Don't, don't, don't get up. Hey. I'm not through yet. Well, really, oh, boy, I, I think the gang doesn't even know I'm
6: here. Oh, then they... they'll wait.
1: People always wait on you, don't they, Ronald? Well, I could call them. Free, of course,
6: but... Huh, the phone's been disconnected. Yes, well, uh, I'm afraid that I, uh, uh, Which way's the door, old boy? Uh, 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 now, really, Marty, uh, it's been very kind now of what? you. Now, what? Don't you like the apartment? What? Aren't you going to take it after all my work? Uh, yes, I... I like it very much. Uh, it, it, the, the door's locked.
1: <laughs> yes, Ronald, I, uh... I'm afraid you'll have to find out your way alone.
6: Martin! Martin! (laughs) Martin!
1: There. That'll keep you quiet. Silence always became you better than all that ranting and glibness and charm, Ronald. (laughs) And now I've got a part for you. A part to end all parts. Entirely in a chair. Not much action. Not even a line. Just sit, Ronald. Just sit in a chair here by this window. Oh, it will be the greatest performance of your career. You liked to hog all the fattest roles for yourself, didn't you? Well, this is a part that's been talked about up and down this street for weeks. You'll play the part of a ghost. A corpse that never was. A hallucination in my brain. And who will be your audience? I will. I, the insignificant outmoded ham who wasn't a fit to appear in your precious plays. But good enough to put you here, Ronald. So, who's the better actor now, Ronald?
6: Goodbye, Ronald! See you across the street.
0: has been presented by Roma Wines, R-O-M-A, selected for your pleasure from the world's greatest reserves of fine wines. Suspense is broadcast from coast to coast and to our men and women overseas by shortwave and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Network. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.